Hello, everyone. Welcome to this very special episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm Craig Williams, and this week I'm joined by no one because this is a special episode. Basically, uh, our team is heading to Alaska next week for a cruise on the Disney Wonder. And because of that, we are starting to get worried about testing and things going wrong. So we have kind of segmented off from each other and we're trying to be very careful and not really uh, not really see each other if we don't have to. So that way, hopefully none of us have any issues with testing and we all get to go on that Disney Cruise Line work trip that we have. And because of that, I went to Universal alone and I had to, you know, come up with something to do. I guess Rhino and I could have recorded a show from our houses and we might just exercise that next week. Uh, But I needed to come up with something and I knew there was a lot to see at Universal. So I'm like, I might as well go over and put together a video. Uh, But I don't want to forget about the audio people out there. And, you know, sometimes that happens when I'm in a video centric mode. And I didn't want to let that happen this time around. So I did actually, uh, I tried to describe every single thing that I was seeing while I was at Universal. So hopefully it paints a picture for you. I know a lot of this is probably going to be just like enjoying the background music, enjoying my rambling and the one food review that's in there. I mean, that paints a picture, but everything else for the most part is probably just nonsense. So if you don't like this, let me know. I will just skip audio episodes in the future. So that way, you know, it's it's not something that's bothersome to you. I don't want to load your feet up with something you don't like. But if you do enjoy it, please leave me that feedback because I would, you know, I would enjoy being able to do this again in the future. And uh, so I don't think I really have anything else to point out with this. Again, it's me going to Universal. I am discussing a lot of the construction updates for Halloween Horror Nights. I eat, I look at some merchandise, and that's about it. So without further ado, enjoy the sounds of Universal Orlando. It's Craig, and today I'm at Universal Orlando Resort for a little bit of fun. Before I get to that fun, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Costs you no extra money. You get the help of one of the amazing Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no-obligation quote. Now, what exactly am I doing today at Universal? Well, first, I'm going to head into Universal Studios Florida because I want a little bit of lunch, and I have a pretty decent idea of what I'm going to have for lunch, but we'll have to see. I might change my mind, switch it up, but then I'm also going to look around at all of the current updates around the park for Halloween Horror Nights, and when I say updates, I mean the current construction that's happening, getting it ready for the annual event that is coming up very soon. And then I might head over to Islands of Adventure for just a little bit, but I'll have to play it all by ear. It could start raining at any point in time. I know it seems sunny right now, but it's Florida. That's exactly what happens. So let's head into Universal Studios Florida and get things started. Just into the park, and the first place I'm actually heading is not towards New York, but to Hollywood. 
And that is because I am looking to have a crepe today. And that is the fastest way to get there. Plus, I know there is some stuff to look at here in Hollywood as well. So let's go check it out. Just into Hollywood and you hit the sets pretty much immediately. And this is for Nettlewood's Cemetery. Let's take a look at each of the little sets they have here. Right behind the entrance is like a little mausoleum and probably a place where a scare actor can stand, but plenty of hiding places as well with this first little prop that's here. Definitely will be some scaring happening there. And as we continue into Hollywood, we see, well, Scooby-Doo and the gang. They're over there meeting and greeting people. One of them's missing. Daphne, I think. I don't know their names. I don't care. But then we have another structure that, again, looks like it's got some perfect hiding opportunities in there, but that's about it. Continuing on, there's a nice little platform over here that I believe has a trigger for a scare actor to step on, and then, of course, an effect will happen. But I've never been a scare actor. I've only seen those in the houses, so that's what I'm just assuming with it. But over on the opposite side of the street, there is another little hiding spot, similar to one we've already passed by. And then one of the most intricate little props that has been put here in Hollywood so far is just out in front of Schwab's Pharmacy. And this has the uh, mausoleum look to it as well, as everything does here, obviously. That's the cemetery look they're going for, but a nice big hiding spot and a speaker inside, so things could end up getting loud right in that section. There's another elaborate hiding spot just across the way from the last one we saw, and then a couple more sets for characters to hide behind, and that is currently it for Hollywood. And now the scariest thing of all, Spongebob, Patrick, and all of those nightmares ahead. Scary stuff. And that takes me to Central Park Crips where I am getting my lunch. Let's look at the menu. I'll make a decision. Since it's lunch, I'm going for savory over sweet. And they have the pork carnitas and the smoked brisket. Since I've had the smoked brisket before, I have to go with the pork carnitas. I was looking for a quiet place to eat, so I came over to Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone and went to the pizza company seating area because when it's closed, there is no one over here at all. But let's talk about the crepe that I got. Of course, it was the pork carnitas. It is $10.99 and it includes braised pork shoulder, grilled peppers, onions, cilantro puree, cotilla cheese, and then tomato salsa. And I will just say that this thing is extremely hot, and as I've been walking over here, I've watched how the crepe is actually starting to fall apart in front of my eyes. Uh, it is dripping everywhere, so I'm not sure how easy this is actually going to be to eat. All of the ingredients on there look absolutely delicious together, but this thing's going to be a complete and utter mess. So I'm going to do my best here, and oh, please, please hope the best for me, because I have a feeling I'm going to have... Every uh, the, everything that's on here all over my clothes. I can't even talk. I'm so nervous about this. Okay, here goes nothing. 
The best way to describe this crepe is wet. Everything is just wet and it's a little bit on the bland side. The pork has a tiny bit of flavor to it and I would say that that's nice, but the peppers, onions, salsa, everything is just wet and it's making this very hard to eat and I'm just not able to really distinguish a lot of the different flavors that should be in here. I feel like a crepe isn't the right platform for all of these ingredients. I feel like a, a nice like crusty bread would make this into a, a really amazing sandwich, but I, I'm just like, I am biding my time on this. It is just continually dripping and dripping and dripping. And if I don't eat it soon, I think it's just gonna melt away. So I'm gonna finish up eating this and share some of my final thoughts because it could always get better. I have to say my opinion on that completely changed by the time I got to the end because all the flavors started popping. They just molded together at the bottom and it was really nice. The freshness of the salsa, the cilantro, it was all really working. It wasn't perfect though. The pork was still slightly under seasoned and that could have used a little extra zip to it, but overall it was really pleasant. I would absolutely get that again, but now that I've had it once, it will leave the menu and I will never see it again, nor will anyone else. But just in general, I totally recommend the crepes. Always have, you know, they are very hearty for the, the price, like $10.99 for that one. It would be 11 and change after tax or under $10 with an annual pass discount. And that makes it a steal because two people could easily eat it or one person could just make it their full meal. Uh, and when you get into the sweet ones, that's, that's a whole other story as well too. So I just really think it is such a good addition to this park. It is better than other theme parks crepes that I've had before. And I know I will be back again because I just really enjoy this place. But I'm gonna circle back to the beginning of Central Park from the Hollywood side so I can start looking at the scare zone construction that's happening in there. Back in Central Park and looking at the scare zone, visually there's not a lot to see. I mean, there is the structure of the entrance area. Maybe there will be, well, there won't be fire or anything up there because it's right under trees, but there's definitely going to be something at least at, at the top of this structure uh, but the main thing to look at is the platforms that they have on here because they are on like the second level i completely missed all these lanterns hanging here in central park as well they are scattered throughout the trees there's not a ton of them right now but maybe they'll add more maybe these have already been here for a while and i've just never noticed them uh, but considering, you know, they've had pumpkins hanging in here before and other props, I'm assuming these are specifically for the scare zone. Or I'm just crazy. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and discuss that either. I am walking past the Wizarding World of Harry Potter diagonally towards San Francisco, and we will see if there is any construction happening in there for Halloween Horror Nights. I couldn't tell from across the way, but maybe I'll see something now that I'm getting a lot closer. In the grand scheme of things, pretty much nothing, just rigging, but I feel like the last time I was here, there might have been like a box over the trolley turntable. I don't remember it all though, but I wish there was something more to report here from San Francisco, but there just isn't. New York is definitely where it's going to be for Halloween Horror Nights updates, so I am going to walk straight into the madness right now as the Blues Brothers are performing. 
I'm going to do my uh, best attempt at putting on an excited face and an excited tone in my voice and acting like I am actually happy to be here because I am. I just apparently don't know how to emote it. standing out in front of Revenge of the Mummy looking at my first set here in New York for Halloween Horror Nights and I am digging it. The pumpkins, fall foliage, the hay, the corn, it is all looking real good. It reminds me of being in Pennsylvania for Halloween, at least I feel like it does. Maybe I don't have any memories of it, I might not, but I feel like it's like that. Just behind it, Revenge of the Mummy is looking sad because it still hasn't reopened and it looks like it's ready to go. It's looked like that for a little bit now. Just ready for it to be open so everyone can start enjoying it again. We need that Brendan Fraser in our lives. I am absolutely living for the hanging decor in New York. It is a scary pumpkin head with arms and a cape and I wish I could have one of these. I hope someone makes a rip-off version on Etsy. I, I just want one. I don't know how I'm going to get one, but I have to have one because that would be the ultimate decor for my house. Oh man, love it. Just in front of Macy's, someone decided to drive this Bicentennial Hometown Fall Halloween Festival Parade tractor into this tent. It doesn't seem like a good idea. I wouldn't recommend it. Knocked over this table that's in there too. Just bad news all around, but... Yeah, it was, it was a choice they made. I don't think it paid off for them. But uh, at the bottom of that little banner, it says a proud sponsor of Major Sweets Candy Company. So something is going on with those sweets. Stay off the sweets when you're driving tractors. Just beyond the tractor, we have this little setup where someone could easily sell sweets from that cart. It's not me, but someone could. And we have more logo for the sweets. Major Sweets Candy Company. That does not look like a happy man. The gold tooth, dead giveaway, as well as the pointy mustache that he has. Definitely looks like he's going to do something not very good, but of course, the best part of the logo is the little boo that's on there. Gotta have our little boo. The last set I'm seeing is this judge's booth, and it looks like it'll be a nice high platform for a judge to get up there and start judging everyone down below. I feel judged just standing in front of it, and lots of pumpkins, fall foliage again. It's just a really good looking judge's booth. I hope they take it easy on me. It's nice to see Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and the mummy still spinning above the drink kiosk in front of what used to be the Universal Classic Monsters Cafe, because that is just a construction pit now, and this entire area is just really sad. I hope it is... Uh, I hope it's finished sooner than later because it just does not look good. I mean, you have to make it look bad in order for there to be progress and continually make the park better, but right now it is just, it just not 
looking too hot, especially if you walk straight in through the park and straight back past construction walls where Shrek used to be, and then you hit this too. It's just construction city. Speaking of construction city, we've got our construction people over there and more construction walls for minions and nothing in this area in terms of scare zone progress but it is still early halloween is still a bit down the road i mean like weeks but nothing to report right now I've left Universal Studios Florida and I'm heading towards Islands of Adventure because I want to check out the Halloween store there. They released Halloween Horror Nights merchandise earlier in the week and I believe a lot of it is sold out, but we'll see if they restocked anything and just check it out in general because I didn't come here, so I missed out on all of that fun merchandise. I don't remember the last time I've walked through Seuss Landing because I always cut around the backside of Green Eggs and Ham past the Zach's Bypass and just really try to embrace the fact that there are certain points here where it's so quiet. I mean, for a theme park. And then, you have to come this way because, of course, Q is for Quan. I think I just absolutely terrified a man sitting next to the Q is for Quan, Quan is for Quandry sign, and feeling pretty good about that. And that has led me into the Lost Continent, where we will find the Halloween shop. Still not sure why the Halloween shop is here, besides the fact that it was an empty space, so do something with it, but that's all I have. Walking up to the All Hallows Eve boutique store, they have an advertisement out for this year's tribute store item that you can take part in. Uh, it is looks to be a nameplate that would be on your gravestone or mausoleum tomb. Limited space available, of course. People are dying to get in. I hate that. This one says, at least I'm warm, Sarah, 1819 to 1838. Short life. And you can uh, then be displayed inside the Tribute Store this year. You can get this at Five and Dime, Tribute Store, or All Hallows Eve Boutique. Hey, that's here. So we should probably go inside, see what's inside. Let's start with the new merch, including the Halloween sign with Lil Boo, a skull, and a cat. And then they have that exact same design on this plastic cup that, of course, is not dishwasher safe. And then we have the Lil Boo ornament. And if you don't know who Lil Boo is, it was a pumpkin that was hanging outside the Wicked Growth House last year. Then we have a Halloween Horror Nights hat, a headband, and then I've got to get down low for the next thing. Down below here we have a little Boo shirt, and this is kid sizes only right now. So, that does nothing for me, but it's here. There's also Universal Monster shirts in here, featuring this year's Maze Legends Collide with Dracula, Mummy, and the Wolfman. I'm not really digging the design. It's blacklight re reactive, and it's just a little too cartoonish for me. But, to each his own. I like the logo a little bit more on the cup that matches the artwork for the house that was released, but still not really my thing. They do have the little boo design again in the leggings, but I don't feel like leggings are my thing as well, so I'm going to avoid them. I do love the Everyday's Halloween collection. 
looked very spooky with the skeletons, the witch, the pumpkins, the ghosts. I believe there's logo on the back of this shirt too, yep. Halloween Horror Nights 2022. Very nice, they have matching glasses with it. Get in real close to see it. A witch, skeleton, pumpkin. Almost knocked over the glass. Terrified to do anything now. Very nice. Uh, shot glass to go along with it. And then the same logo, but on flannel. I think the flannel is the way to go and really shows off the 31 well and perfect for, uh, you know, a little bit of chilly weather, but not too cold. I really like it. I also already own it, but I really like it. I also really like the knit cap that they have with the pumpkin is the zero in 2022. It's a, it's a nice looking hat. I'm not gonna get it, but it's nice. That's just a look at the Halloween Horror Nights merchandise inside the All Hallows Eve boutique. Of course, there's much more in that store. It is so highly themed, and I know Rhino will come back at some point and do a very detailed overview and shopping video in there, along with all the prices and such, but I just wanted to pop in there and see if there was anything that I needed to add to my collection real quick. And that's all I have from Universal Orlando. I know it wasn't a lot, but I hope you at least enjoyed feeling like you were in the parks with that listening experience. And if you did enjoy it, you know, please reach out to me and let me know. You could always write a review of it if you really wanted to. I think that would be a, a little bit strange, but go ahead. Give it a shot. Why not? And of course, uh, that is a way you can support us by subscribing to wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to leave Leave us that rating and review in any platform that allows ratings and reviews. That would be appreciated. And again, you can always support us more by booking a trip through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's it for me and this very special episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. We'll see you again real soon with another real episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. But remember, we still haven't changed the name. Disunplugged.